Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boomtown Hoops podcast. Uh, it's it, it's the two-man show again. I'm Steven and Jackson is joining me today. Jackson, how's it going, man? I mean, just under on a four-game win streak, which I wasn't sure was possible um, this year. So I'm feeling pretty good. I've had more fun watching Thunder basketball the last week or so than I have in quite a while. So I'm, I'm fired up. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's one of those things that it's just like, I don't think you expected this Thunder team to be, to you know, this whole season to have a four-game win streak. So I think it's kind of cool to just just soak it all in for this. You know, we might be early on, but I, I think Jackson, too, part of this is like, you got to think a lot of this came without Josh. You know, I, that, that's, you know, that's the, the, the key piece to this. But, I mean, you've had, you know, several other injuries, too, to go along with this. I think that kind of speaks to speaks to the team's kind of resilience and and drive. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had had no giddy for a lot of it. I mean, missed, Shea missed a game or two. I can't remember how many. J-Dub was out. Like, we're, we're not firing at full strength. Like, we still don't have Chet. You know, the, the big building block that we drafted number two overall. Like, we're still – like we're out here so i'm i'm excited i mean i feel like this is uh, i don't know that you know it's sustainable for the whole season i'd like to think it is but i don't necessarily think so but um at least for now i'm gonna ride the wave oh yeah i I think it's something that thunder fans uh they just have to just 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 have fun with this you know i I mean that that's as much as you can do in a you know in a season like this where there's you know there's no chat you just gotta just the the good moments you really just gotta just just pick you know pick them and really just hang on to them because it it might get rough uh you know going later in the season it might and i know you know there's the portion of the fan base that you know wants one binyama at all costs and don't get me wrong i'd love to have some one binyama <laughs> in my life but i I don't know. I think, especially with the level Shea's playing at, that we're capable of, you know, falling that lottery. I think our best case scenario, honestly, is that we give it our best shot and the lottery gods just give us some good luck. And, you know, we pull that one number one pick from the far, far, far odds away because I just, I think, I think we might have too much talent. And that sounds weird to say because I don't know. When I say too much talent, you know, we're not the Warriors, but you know, too much talent to be a bottom two, bottom three team. I could be wrong, you know, injuries with all these different things because I don't think we're especially deep. But, you know, when everybody's playing well, like we're going to give everybody a go every night. Yeah, and I think that's definitely shown in the last four games, especially, you know, Saturday at Dallas. You know, they were down, what was it, like 16 or something like that, came back and just – let's talk about Isaiah Joe, Joe, somebody I threw that out as the episode title, just, just to be funny. And I can't remember who it was on, on Twitter, but they were like, why did we sign this guy? And then just immediately he went on that. What was it? Four for four from the field. And just that, that run that he had. Yeah. I said, I put in the discord the other night. I was like, Hey, don't let me forget. I've got a confession to make. And here it is Saturday. I was watching the game. We got down like, 14, 15, 16, whatever it was. And I was like, man, I got clothes to fold. I went upstairs and started folding laundry, came downstairs. I looked, I was like, we're in overtime. <laughs> what happened? 
So I had to go back through and watch everything again because I was just blown away. I was like, I, I don't want to say I gave up, but I was like, all right, I think we're done here. I mean, it's three, four minutes left. And I was like, you know, we're down. And Isaiah Joe, I mean, that's, <laughs> I I don't even know where to like begin. I, I like the pickup when we signed him. I thought, you know, it was a very good signing. I just, I didn't see it coming. I mean, he's, you know, what Coach Dagnon always talks about is, you know, if you're in uniform, you got to stay ready. And he did. And somehow that, I think he's like 6'3", 165. I'm like, I'm 5'9", and I outweigh him. And he's out here just getting buckets. <laughs> but, I mean, he came out and he lit it up. And I, he kind of reminded me a little Anthony Morrow in a way, kind of in that role where you just kind of pop in. You know, if he's on, let him roll. Yep. If he's not, you know, we'll try again tomorrow. I think that's something that we've definitely, you know, going forward into the season, taking a look at like, okay, who are the guys, you know, this season that, you know, we talked about a lot on, on last show, you know, JRE, is he kind of the next Nick Collison? You know, you mentioned I say a Joe is, as possibly the old Anthony or, you know, the new improved Anthony Morrow. I think that'd be t- kind of fun to, to take a look at, to see, okay, these new guys, who would they match up as, and you know, in the, in the old style. But I mean the the four game win streak the even the game last night uh, uh or Monday night against uh Orlando I, I mean I I got I didn't get to watch it but I got to listen to it on the radio and man it's just once again this team it's just it it's they've almost taken the old you know the old Memphis grit and grind and just I mean they just will just outwork you that they may not be as talented as you know the team they're playing, but they are going to just flat out outwork whoever they're playing. I would say that for four guys on the court at all times with a grit and grind, didn't have anybody like Shea Gilgis Alexander. Gosh, hundred I mean, percent. He like, and he, and he's outworking people. Not only is he the most talented guy on the floor almost every night, and you can see it when he outplays guys like Luca, when he outplayed Paolo, he outplayed Paul George the other like against the Clippers over the weekend, like. He's proving himself to be the level of player that Thunder fans knew he was, but now he's starting to get the recognition national, which he deserves beyond belief. Um, but say I agree with you in that, you know, they just come out to work. It's just grind, and, you know, we got down big to Orlando. Didn't matter, you know, just kept battling, and Orlando kind of fell apart, but we seem to be built for, for the big moments. Yeah, and I think that's something to to kind of keep an eye on going forward. Is like, it, it, if this is sustainable for Shea, which it really, you know, as long as injuries aren't affecting him, it really looks like that this could be, you know, maybe not the thirty points a night, but you know, mid mid upper twenties, maybe. That he, if he keeps playing like this, I'm thinking Shea Gilgis Alexander will be an All Star this year. I think you're setting the bar too low and that sounds crazy, but, and I, I don't expect him to sustain the level that he's at. It's probably not likely the level that he's playing at is sustainable by two, three guys, maybe in the entire league, but you're right. If you know, if he drums, drops down, you know, two, three points a game, maybe a little bit more than that, you know, a rebound or two or an assist or two, like the level he's playing at right now, I know they don't vote on all NBA teams through seven games, but you know, there's not a guard that's not playing him right now, really. And, you know, we'll obviously through the season, there will be ups and downs. But if Shea stays healthy and he plays 
65, 70 games, especially with the momentum he's got going for him right now nationally. Like, I think he's an all-star for sure, and it'd be a travesty if he's not. But also, like, he's deserving of All-NBA through seven games. Like I said, you don't vote it through seven games, but he's, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, and, you know, going back over these last four games, 33 against the first win against the Clippers, 24 the next against the Clippers, 38 in that overtime game against Dallas, and then 34 Tuesday night against the Magic. I mean, when you read it like that, that 100% sounds completely unsustainable. But, like, just the way that he's been playing, and I think it's just that glimmer of hope in this four-game win streak, like, I'm, you know, anything's possible type of type of run for Shea. Definitely. And I, I still have my concerns in some ways, not necessarily about him, but just I still want to see him and Giddy play more together and kind of work on that chemistry and kind of how that, you know, who's handling the ball and how, how that works because they both thrive with it in their hands. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Shea's numbers took a little hit as Giddy started to come back into form and, you know, Ultimately, I think it's probably for the betterment of the team um, just to, you know, have multiple ball handlers that play, like, to a certain level. Obviously, Giddy and Chase play styles are very different, but I still think, um, I don't know, I believe in both of them, the huge fans of both of them. I just still kind of want to see a little bit more to get that, you know, how that works together. Yeah, and, and I think going forward, too, you're kind of just like, let's just see how the, you know, just like you were saying, let's just see how the two of them truly work together. It seems like it's, you know, it can work with maybe a little bit of tweaks here and there. Josh kind of seems more like he's on that, you know, he's more focused as a passer, you know, and then Shay seems like, man, he just wants to just get out there and just really, I mean, to me, he seems like he's just wanting to get out there and just win games, which, I mean, obviously that's what you're wanting to do. But, I mean, he seems like it's – he seems really locked into me right now. Yeah, I mean, he's just going out there and you're just watching it. He's just going out there and it doesn't matter who's guarding him. He's like, I'm getting a bucket on you. I'm getting a bucket on you. You need some help. I'm getting a bucket on both of you guys. And then, I mean, you know, he did fall apart last night completely. He missed his first free throw the entire season. Just unbelievable. <laughs> But I mean, he's getting to the line. He's doing everything. The only issue I have is like when he goes down on the ground, I just like wait for him to get up. That's my biggest fear because he's so much fun to watch right now. I like it's must see TV, not just for Thunder fans, but really for everybody. It's a travesty. It wasn't on TNT last night like it was supposed to be. But I just like it's so fun to watch. Now going forward, I I know that the NBA, you know, they kind of set their their TV games. Do you think the Thunder has a has a chance to actually gain a national NBA game with if I mean I'm not saying the way if even if Shea drops a little bit and this team kind of levels out more like we expect them to but they're still doing better do you think that they've got a shot to 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 get a national game this year and I'm not talking an NBA TV game I'm talking you know an ESPN or a TNT type of game Yeah I struggle to see it i mean i was when you're asking the question i was thinking like who's getting it on nba tv a couple times um it's possible i think but it would have to be down the stretch i don't think it's going to happen in the first you know 30 games i think if we're right now we're in the seventh spot not that that really matters but you know if we're kind of on that play in range depending on what happens like 
I wouldn't be unbelievably shocked, but I don't think we're going to get the respect we deserve still. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of just like, that's always, not always, but it's kind of seemed like that's just how the Thunder have been painted into this. It's just like, you just get stuck with whatever you can deal with. And apparently no national TV games are what we get to deal with. So uh, talking about, you know, the recent play, someone that has been much needed, especially at Dallas, was Lou Dort. The way that he played defense against Luka, uh, I didn't get to catch the entire game, but the parts that I was able to watch, man, it seemed like he just locked up uh, Luka on just about every play. Yeah, and, and you heard Luca. I assume you heard Luca was all over the place after the game. He said, you know, Ludor's the top three defender in the league. Um, and I would be hard to not agree with that when it comes to, you know, defending a guy like the likes of Luca. Um, you know, he's still not necessarily – he's not a bad team defender, but um, you can still kind of see if you watch the funny, like the team defensive concepts aren't always clicking. But when it comes to being an on-ball defender – especially against the more well-built guys like Luca, he does well with Harden. Like, those kind of guys, there's nobody you'd rather have than, than Lou Dort on him. I mean, it's, he's unbelievable as an athlete. He's strong. He's physical. And, I mean, even if you go to the other night against the Magic, I mean, knock down the big shot at the end of the game. He's, he's definitely stepping up. At the beginning of the season, he was a little slow start, but he's definitely coming along. Absolutely. So, uh, other th- you know, some uh, Thunder uniform news dropped this week. They released the, I believe it was the, it was the city uniform this week. Uh, it, Jack, do you have any thoughts on kind of what this, you know, how this has played out or is it kind of, do you like it? Is it a eh design or kind of just down the middle? I kind of, it's kind of mad to me. I mean, I think it's coming. I don't know for a fact, but, you know, people keep throwing it out there. Like the Thunder need a read, like a rebrand, not you know, not a new, just a refresh. And it's I don't understand how we keep it up. Like the all white last year was terrible in my opinion. These are fine; they don't do anything special for me. Like I've been sitting on an NBA shop gift card for like a year now, and I'm like just waiting. I'm like, give me something good to buy. Like I I don't I'm not gonna wear a jersey. I'm like just give me some good merch. I might be a little picky because it's what I do for my job, but like, it's just do like we gotta do something. Yeah. Because um, they're, I mean, they're fine, but they're like gray. They're meh. Like, they don't change. Like we've we've had good uniforms. I don't understand how it went from good. Like teals were incredible. You know, the the gray and gold were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But then we're just the all white. Like we already have a white uniform. Like dark gray, blue sort of orange sort of red like what are we doing well and and i think that i I think dylan posted on twitter that the kind of that darker that darker strip of orange might have like all the oklahoma counties in it which would be a cool touch uh but i mean other than i mean if there if that's not a thing that's really just like okay you got you know the the soil color on your on your shorts and right. that's it. And like, I mean, even if it does have the count, like, great. Like, I love cool little touches like that in uniforms, but that's just a small piece of the uniform. You could put cool touches on a uniform that looks good, also. Like, I don't, I 
I just, I struggle with, and I, it's a, it's a whole process, you know, Nike, Italy, everybody's got their hands in it, but I just, it feels like we're just consistently missing the mark. And I think, you know, there's always talk like, is there going to be a refresh? Like, what is it going to be like, wait until the team is ready. I, I think with the group of young guys we have, like maybe with Chad coming back next year, we get a good pick. I don't know if we're ready to roll it out right then, but I feel like in the next like, two or three years, there's got to be something coming down the pipe. Just even, a, you know, like a small refresh. It doesn't have to be anything outrageous, but right. I think got to have something. Yeah, and, and maybe too, because I know we uh, talked, there, there, there was talks of, you know, the Thunder wanting a new arena to, you know, going forward. And maybe they kick something off kind of if that new arena gets, or when that new arena gets built maybe they kind of usher in that next not necessarily the colorways but the the new you know refresh design whatever it's going to be maybe with that i guess i don't think it needs to be anything outrageous but like i always go back to the the turquoise teal like those are so sick like the orange is great like and i mean in general like i don't mind our color scheme it just feels like we're missing something it doesn't feel and i know so it's you know you can't change every few years but it just kind of feels like you know with the young group we've got you know if, if we're going to start making a push like throw everything behind it let's get mm-hmm. like refresh everything so well jackson i think that's pretty much going to wrap us up uh on this one a little bit shorter one tonight uh you know, we want to still want to get this content cranked out for you guys. So, uh, once again, uh, follow us on Twitter at Boomtown Hoops. Uh, you know, go check out uh, Shop Boomtown. Uh, go pick up that limited edition tea. I know, I know, Jackson's just itching to order it right now. So, uh, I'm sure he'll have that have that for for, for next episode. But uh, hop over in the Discord. We're always chatting up there during the game. So, join us there. So, Until next week, I'm Stephen, and for Jackson, we'll see y'all next time.